0: Welcome to the Global Discussion, discussions with creatives, leaders, and thinkers. Today, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Kate bradley Chernes. Uh, Kate, you're very welcome to the podcast. Let's begin by asking you to introduce yourself to our worldwide audience. Tell us a little bit about your journey and tell us about all the wonderful things that you're doing at Lately AI. So over to I you, Kate. I love you already, Simon. You know, we've known each other for a few minutes here. I feel like I'm
1: having coffee with a, with a good friend. Hi, everybody. Um, And it's so nice to meet all of you. You're right. I'm Kate. (laughs) Um, And it's, you know, my background, as we were touching on before we hit record, is a little all over the place. But one thing that comes with wisdom and age, I guess, is that that zigzag of your life starts to turn into a a straight line, right? If you're you're using it well, if you're using the information and the knowledge you've gained well, I I believe so. Um, I'll try to make sense of it for you. Um, so the fun part is I did used to be a rock and roll DJ back in the day I was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM satellite radio so I I like your microphone <laughs> it looks good I don't know why I've got one it's like literally in a box I should have it set up I don't know why I don't you know it's just like I don't know old old memories or
0: something well ne- next time but look anybody who's next familiar time. in in the that world I mean Sirius XM it's huge it's an absolute juggernaut in the industry to this day Uh, and I know you were very successful there
1: yeah it was a wild ride and we can certainly talk about it more but you know one of the things I loved about radio two things is um, the theater of the mind which you play there all the time of course you know it well there's something so fascinating about um the two-way street that you can create as the host or or even as an author right? so video doesn't work this way but, but writing and listening do and as a great author as a great host you're leaving space for the listener or the reader to join in the story as another character kind of right and your job is to guide them in the right direction, but you also have to allow for some for the unknown. There's going to be a je ne sais quoi in there, right? And that's what makes it magic. That's where people. That's why people. You know, long before the internet, when I was in radio, you couldn't look up people's faces. You know, you didn't know what they looked like. You just had to be beguiled by by their voices. And that's what makes people get really close to you. You know, and sometimes it's a little weird. I mean, I've had my share of stalkers. They don't even know you, but they they do feel like you know. There's some kind of connection there, um, which is what you want. You know, you want that that listener and the fan. So I've changed I've a lot. But all of this is related to lately, <laughs> which is what I do now. <laughs> um, what I do now is I own an artificially intelligent powered software company, and we are able to pinpoint the exact ideas and words that will resonate with any audience and learn your voice. And then take that information and parse long form content into short form content. Which is a lot to say, <laughs> but
0: it is what we do.
1: Um and and tell, then,
0: me, yeah. tell me, Kate, uh, can I just ask you on that? Because please. there's a there's a natural link here between what you were saying with the, the radio days, you know, and yeah. those sort of millions and millions of audience that you were sort of speaking to. And it even though it's huge size audiences. In, you know, international, and you know, since the internet, you can be heard pretty much anywhere around the world. But mm. there's still a very personal thing because it's it's going in. you're talking to ultimately a, a listener, a single That's listener. Right. And you yeah. were mentioning there something really important that people it feels personal to them, you know, you're actually speaking to an individual, even though you you can have an audience of millions, which I know you've had and mm. have. So just bringing it right up to date with lately AI you mentioned there something that i had to just quickly ask you about because getting the voice right you know you Mm. mentioned you can take somebody's brand voice that's not an easy thing to do so how do you go about that from a, a lately perspective it's
1: so smart that you're focusing on that because it is related and it is the most important thing right because that's that connection we've talked about you know what lately isn't designed to replicate a voice um we have a really great feedback loop which is what you want with ai ai is about data you need data to to inform the 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 robot the beast and because lately works for social media specifically we ask you to connect your channels your facebook your linkedin you know whatever and we're able to study your analytics so we have a great set of data that we know it's true, right? And we can literally see what words and phrases, sentence structures, ideas resonate in the highest performing messaging on your social accounts, okay? So the stuff that gets you the most likes, comments and shares, we're looking at that and we're breaking that down into your unique model. Um, and when we are reading the, the content that we clip up or watching it, if it's video or audio, because we have the model, we didn't have to make this up, you gave us the data, right? So it's just extracting that data and reapplying it somewhere else, you know? So that's the, the high, well, the highest level how, I guess, um, or mid-level anyways. But what you focused on, Simon, is, is this, my uber power is turning listeners into fans, what we had just talked about, right? Or customers into evangelists. And lately at that very high level aims to do that as well because it's not just atomizing your long-form content, it's knowing which parts to atomize. And it incorporates the human as part of its training process as well. We are not click it and done it here. And the reason we've done that is, remember that je ne sais quoi thing we talked about? only a human can provide that and the results are the difference between great and and galactic
0: i love that uh, i also love the fact that you said ai the beast uh, that <laughs> i love that not not many people are using that term at the moment when it comes to Feed ai the beast. Feeding that monster <laughs> yeah absolutely um, no that's yeah. really that's really good because you you kind of got all this data i suppose but then you've got to you know you still you use the word atomized sort of bits you know and you you're kind of pulling together the bits that really work which gives you i suppose that that tone of voice that brand that sort of culture that resonance uh, that works but uh, i also love the um you know turning people into sort of supervans or into customers you know that's kind of really important and i want to ask you a little bit about that if i can kate because sure. in this busy busy world. You know, I'm going to say chat GPT, because uh, it's hard to avoid it. Uh, but the rate of acceleration of some of these AI models, including what you're doing at, at lately, uh, .ai, .ai um, it's staggering how fast this technology is changing. And how are you seeing this help cut through and connection in this very noisy, busy world, how does it how does it help you actually make that connection
1: yeah i love that phrase by the way cut through the noise it's one that has rung true with me for a long time i mean that's what i've been doing my whole life you might say um so that the how and let's let's back up i think for a little bit because chat gpt is having such a moment we do integrate with them um for us they're like a if we're the ice cream sundae they're just a couple of sprinkles on top you know that they're, they're not the meat of our of our our product and we were in the um the closed beta actually four four or five years ago so we've been kind of og with them for a long time what you're seeing in the market just to level set with everybody is what we call gpt3 wrappers so companies that are going in and they're using gpt3 as their full Sunday, okay not a sprinkle on top and they're essentially just um mixing a lot of metaphors here but if you think of it as the car they provided the engine to the car everyone's just painting the car a different color even jasper right um so everything is really staked on what gpt3 or open ai does themselves um meaning all of these companies can't evolve unless gpt evolves right, or open AI evolves, right, so they're really reliant on that. And there's no customization possible because they're pulling from a data set of what they believe best practices in the world are, meaning if, you know, um, a 65-year-old woman in India types in something and so does, um, you know, a 17-year-old man from New York City, you're going to get the same content out, right? Um, It's still amazing, don't get me wrong, but so I think that's one important level set to kind of identify. The other thing is around artificial intelligence in general, Simon. So, you know, unfortunately, Hollywood (laughs) has formed what we understand to be the definition of AI, but that's actually not what reality is. So there is no sentient thinking in AI. It doesn't exist, and it won't for some very very long time that's magical thinking that's fantasy right still Um, and so you know what people expect from ai is something very different than what it's capable of actually performing and doing and we see this all the time so ai can still only work in a if then then this scenario right it has to have it's a it's a tree of data zeros and ones you know Um, so you know people expect a lot with us for example to push a button and just you know have everything magically done for them at number one because magic hasn't been invented we don't do that but number two <laughs> we wouldn't do it on purpose because we know that as i said before the human element and it's not only ethical which it is but it also is that that difference between great results and galactic results you know that that je ne sais quoi
0: I want a t shirt that says the difference between great results and galactic results. It's <laughs> such a great saying. I love that.
1: Thank um, you. It, it means a lot, though, you know, you really have to hammer people home. And I and I forgive me, okay, but it's because we are lazy, we are lazy, okay, self included. And, and with marketing, especially there's this blocker. people think that it's some mystery, that happens magically in a box. Who knows what the marketing team really does, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: And, yeah,
1: and that's partly true. I mean, there is a lot of practical things we do, but there is also the best marketing is unexplainable, right? Just yeah. is.
0: Yeah. It, when it's invisible, it means it's really working, which is hard to explain. Sometimes, you know,
1: it's hard to explain it's we we always joke around here like you know, we think of QuickBooks, right? People buy QuickBooks, they sit down to do their accounting and QuickBooks helps them do a lot of stuff faster, but there's this understanding that you have to work. (laughs) What marketing, nobody wants to do any work. (laughs) I don't know why.
0: Yeah. 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 And I suppose the, the tools uh, you, you, you were talking about, you know, um, AI isn't sentient, you know, but Mm. I think the tools are getting so good that they make you feel as though they almost are. So the, those rappers that you sort of, sort of were talking about, it's as though it's performing so well, you kind of start to think this thing's really here when we're actually miles off um, the reality yes. of that. And the other thing that you said, which I think is really, uh, really important, is that that human in the loop, that little bit of uh, je ne sais quoi, I think you were referring to it as earlier. It's It's that little bit of human finesse that makes the difference because ultimately, I think a lot of the data sets don't they? They only go up as far as twenty twenty one at the moment currently, for lots of these um, sort of AI tools. Uh, but it is still brilliant. And I was listening to um, a discussion by uh, Noam Chomsky, who mm. you know is really well known in the field of linguistics and talks an awful lot about AI. And I loved what he said. And I said this on another episode recently where. He was saying, it's a bit like a snowplow. I'm not against snowplows. I don't want to shovel my own drive. They're great for clearing the snow. They're brilliant. And you you kind of reminded me of that when you were saying, don't get me wrong. It's fantastic. Because it is. It is mind-blowing where we're at. But ultimately, Noam's point was that it's not actually changing science. It's not actually contributing to the wider scientific discoveries. It's not actually going to save the world or change the planet, because ultimately it's back to what you were describing, Kate. It's a set of data tables with wrappers around it. Now it is mind blowing, but you know I just love the fact that Noam Chomsky was saying, "But so is a snowplow. I, <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to clear my own snow. It's, it's a brilliant invention." But ultimately, you know, he was making the point that he'd rather have the the smart thinkers the people down in Silicon Valley, the real clever people on the planet around the world focused on real scientific endeavor. And I thought it was a very interesting perspective because it's very easy to get caught up in where we're at with AI, isn't it?
1: It is like, I like to say related, um, you know, if, if, if you have an electric toothbrush, which I do um, there, it's wonderful. I mean, you really feel like you just went to the dentist every morning, right. Or every night, but you still have to hold the brush.
0: So it, it, you, it needs the human right it needs, it's, it'll do some of the work it'll do some of the heavy lifting but the yeah. human adds that sort of extra little bit of uh, maybe magic was what you were sort of touching
1: magic and i think what you had said before is we be- they're so great we start to believe in magic right and and the believing part this is that's the human element um i think a lot about so the mandalorian right remember when the um the murderous droned, suddenly they've rebuilt them to become a, a nurse. Okay. And now again, this is fantasy, it's on TV, but we're watching the, the robot nurse have a really hard time pouring tea, right? Now, what they're conveying is what is true is because there's so many variables, you can't math out the variables. There's just not enough math to consider all the possible things that could go right or wrong, pouring all kinds of different shapes of tea different drinks different the heights like the weather there's so many variables right and and that's what we're fighting against i mean if we're fighting or that's that's what the challenge is with with ai of becoming sort of sentient is allowing for all the variables that humans can quickly adjust and react to right this is what just just the simple just lifting your foot up and and putting your heel down and walking forward many thousands of, maybe even millions of, of things have to happen in that moment for you to not fall over on your bum.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I suppose, you know, it, that sort of touches on Moore's laws and the power of computing, Moore, Moore's law, sorry, the power of computing, the 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 growth of data farms. And of course, that's all wrapped up in the energy discussion.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But to bring it back to lately, because I- Nerd I, alert you,
1: over here, Simon. Absolutely,
0: yeah. But I, I kind of <laughs> want to- um, I can't help myself straining. I kind of want to bring it back to Lately AI while I've got you here, Kate, because I want to talk a little bit about the the results that the content that Lately can produce. So whether it's you use the term social selling on steroids, you talk a lot about long-form content and making the long-form content really unlocking the power of that long-form content. In a world where we often hear about short, snackable, you know, type uh, content, but you're also talking about generating this content in a new way, which is really helping individuals and brands. And just before I finish that, I want to layer in the fact that lately is available in quite a number of languages now and the complexity of also having the language elements, whether it's English, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, Japanese, German, and I'm sure you've got more on the way, if not more already, but, getting those long form insights, getting that social selling on steroids, being able to create those sort of game changing AI insights that lately, you know, talks about delivering for its clients. And then you you think about that in terms of multiple language and cultures around the world. How is all that? Just give us a little bit of insight into that world because it sounds extremely complex.
1: <laughs> it does. And I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm never, I'm, i i I cringe and wonder if my cto is listening to these ever because i'm sure i simplify it you know because i mean i i know enough to be dangerous simon right um with with the language thing i mean what's amazing is we have the same feedback loops in every language so if you're publishing in french on twitter i still get to connect to your data i still have the analytics so the feedback loops the only reason we can't do um sort of some of the languages we can't do is really because of the of um well two two reasons with audio and video there's a transcription company that we use in the middle and you know we're we're limited by their capabilities temi they're very good we also use google sometimes as well um but then so so technically lately can do anything that reads left to right and has punctuation Um, because those are the parameters that were built into the AI of knowing what to clip. So, um, Japanese works because it reads left to right. I mean, you know, they, they do write that way. I mean, not, it's not always up and down and there is punctuation. Um, so we can't do, you know, Sanskrit for example, or, um, or Chinese yet. It's not, it's not that we couldn't, we just don't have the demand. And we haven't built the product to do that. Um. Dutch is, doesn't work. I don't know why there's something weird about the Dutch language. <laughs> Must be some kind of, you know, some sort of accents or in the writing. Um, but it's funny to us because we discovered we didn't we didn't build this, by the way. It was an accident. Um, some of our customers, it was a Portuguese speaking customer. I saw on LinkedIn that it said Powered by Lately and it was, it was in Portuguese. And I was like, what? And she said, yeah, I tried it and it worked. <laughs> We're like, wow. And and that's how it is, right? You know, the accident is the mother of of invention.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so that was that. more of a product that sort of escaped rather than got launched then. Um Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that happens a lot too, right? Yeah. So I mean you just have to have the wherewithal to know to um celebrate it. I mean, we didn't we didn't I didn't set out to build an AI company. I didn't we didn't actually even know that's what we had built originally. Mm-hmm. And then we just started paying attention. To the market and we're like oh my god this is us you
0: know yeah and I, I suppose just with the with a marketing hat on for a moment you know whether you're a CMO running a huge company or whether you you know you're just trying to get your startup off the ground writing content that works takes a lot of time. <laughs> Now, if you're not an expert, you, you you can spend countless hours becoming an expert. You know Malcolm Gladwell would say about t- ten thousand of them, <laughs> uh, but um, or you can outsource it. And you know you can get buy some writing skills and some good copywriting skills. But then you've also got to get the message right. And they may may or may not understand your product or your service or your audience as well yeah. as you do. Whereas I know with lately and the AI applications that you're running, it really is helping people spend less time getting to that real quality content faster isn't it and that must be a huge boon to your your clients yeah
1: i mean you said it writing is hard even i was a fiction writing major Simon, and of course i wrote hundreds of commercials in radio um tight small snackable things right so that was my my nature and um one of the things that we saw, and as you pointed out, it's not just the fear of the blank page, which is horrible, even for me. But it's the education behind it, like can can the writers do they know about your product, you know, they understand all those all those touch points. One thing that I find so challenging for people is they forget about something so obvious, which is the golden rule, which is essentially sympathy, right. And if you're able to put yourself in the shoes of your audience that's why i asked you before we started who who's listening to your show i want to know right if you're able to put yourself in someone else's shoes that's hard that's a task that is not a god-given skill right um but there's easy ways to achieve that for example everyone in your company should be signed up to receive all of the emails that you send your customers everyone should be following you on social media everyone should be on the on the receiving end of whatever it is you're you're pushing out. In radio, I air checked myself every time I was on the air, every time and I would listen to it on the way home. Like because I'm crazy. You know, I'm always looking for perfection. But there's nothing more embarrassing or cringeworthy than watching yourself back on video, as we know, right? Uh hearing a voicemail you left somebody. <laughs> this is how you learn. This is how you how you get better because suddenly you you've got that perspective. Um you know with with lately, because we're not rewriting your content. So if you put garbage in, you will get garbage out. And we find customers do that. And they'll be like, Oh, well, what came out was awful. So my blog was probably terrible, I should probably sit down and rewrite that sucker. Um, with video and audio, by the way, it, it's always harder because we're dealing with human speech. And even you and I we're professionals here we say like and um and so and you know and we talk in non sequiturs and all these things so there's an extra element in that content for us which is we make the transcript for you or we use temi to do it but the human has to go in and edit the transcript right try to clean it up so that because the ai all these variants it can't you know it can't navigate um vomit <laughs>
0: right yeah it's um i i hear you because even the best transcription ser- automated transcription services in the world they're not perfect um, right some of them are, are better than others but none of them get it spot on and that's the that's the nuance isn't it that's the that's where the human the the sort of person that understands the context can actually go in. And often they they can be language experts or linguistic experts who can go in, who understand the culture, the tone of voice, the meaning, the sentiment of what you're trying to say. Whereas the beast, the machine, uh, can't uh, <laughs> yeah. necessarily do that. But they are they do get better over time. There is an element of of learning that goes into it. And the more data sets they get, and the more feedback, and the more corrections they get they
1: can't improve yeah for your on that note too by the way the context is so important because this is what you know this is why politics in America is so awful is because people are constantly pulling things out of context and they forget the intent right or they're not willing to ask or understand the intent which is why writing is so hard right because people can be so easily misunderstood and some of it is not taking the time um Here's a tip for you guys listening, by the way, which is um, just read what you write out loud before you push send. Super easy. If if you sound, you know, like a jerk, <laughs> you probably will read that way. Um, but also you might sound too complicated. Maybe the words coming out of your mouth are long, lots of syllables. You know, I have this, um, this piece of paper I saved from West Elm was a a store i like to shop at here at home home store and they sent me in the mail snail mail a, um, a letter and it said this coupon is a duplicate of the i, I lost it. it said this is a this this coupon is a duplicate of the coupon you received by mail um you're unauthorized to you know reuse something it was like this long awful thing duplicate oh duplicate of their certificate they didn't even say coupon the duplicate of their certificate and like i remember reading it just thinking oh you're just trying to tell me that i can't use this coupon twice (laughs) you know right that's what they're trying to tell me but it was this legalese you know and so i always think about that time and how how easy it is just to add punctuation add an emoji soften it up if you need to i mean i write in what i call resting resting bitch face I write that way I know I do (laughs) and so I have to smiley face yeah
0: very (laughs) good very good well you you touched on something really important there Kate because that you know that sort of softening softening up or adding an emoji or what it is it's helping to make the the recipient of that message understand it better and get to the point quicker it's like the coupon you're talking about but if you just tell me in a, in a language or a style that I understand quicker, the message will land faster and it might actually lead to some engagement. I might actually go and use the coupon, guys, you know.
1: There you go. Uh,
0: and I love the phrase that you you used a moment ago, a little while ago when we were talking. You said you were driving home when you were in the radio days and you'd often air check yourself. And I think that's such an important sort of crossover between, you know, listening back to yourself on radio and the importance of doing that. And, you know, I love the fact that you said everybody in your company should be following your social media and receiving the communications. It's almost as though you need people to have that pulse of what's going on, to understand where you're coming from. Because it also, I suppose, Kate, gives you another pair of eyes, another brain that Mm -hmm. goes, actually, that didn't really land with me. And, you know, you kind of have people that can help you uh, with that environment. So I love the air checking and I love the fact that uh, (laughs) getting the people in that. and. The other thing you mentioned is about context. And we all know that depending on which news uh, company you you follow or where you get your news, the context is very, very different uh, Mm -hmm. in lots of places, uh, not just in New York or the US, but all over the world. You know, the UK is no different. And Mm -hmm. I suppose the context of something is so important, isn't it? We were talking about if you just take something out of context, Um, how it can have a completely different meaning. And and it reminded me of if you read something, say, in a court of law, but you get a bad read, it can come across completely different to a good read. So there's also the way it's delivered, and then there's what is the meaning of what's delivered and the words that you use. And these AI tools are grasping with many, many calculations behind the scenes to try and understand that about you, your brand, and your own voice. And I suppose you added on audio and video there, which makes it even more complex because it's, you're not just hearing the words, you're seeing the person you're seeing the body language, you know, and taking those, that company video and then turning that into, you know, whether it's auto generated with a human checking the quality element of it, but turning that into video that can be used in various formats, whether it's, you know, YouTube shorts or Instagram reels or, just a you know a sort of video on a website it's a it's a very layered problem that you're trying to deal with isn't it
1: <laughs> it is and it's because communication is is what we're all after right what i like to do a lot simon is to try to simplify things and, and, and go to the go to the dna go to the baseline so with communication my objective is to get you to do something for me or in general, right? All communication essentially has that as the core. We want people to do things for us and we have to figure out how to ask or tell them to do this, right? Always. I mean, every text message, Slack message, email, sticky note, <laughs> you know, you want your husband to take out the garbage, you want your son or daughter to do their homework, you want your head of sales to close the deal, you know? So if if that's true, if you, and then you're clear with yourself, be honest with yourself, what is my objective here? And and don't be embarrassed by it because I think a lot of women actually specifically are embarrassed by the objective, like hard to ask for money, for example. Um, but if you know what the objective is, and then you set it to, you wanna get there quickly, you wanna shorten this time, um, you know, what's the direct, what's the most direct line? And then, so. You, this is what I had said vomit before is because I'm a big fan of I vomit then edit okay so it should be like four parts editing one part vomit you get that out there and then you spend all your time shuffling it around and lately is designed the same way so it knows what parts to lift out and it's literally asking you did I get it right and everything you do whether you delete it or edit it or publish it it's taking a moment to learn but it's 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 saying to you, there's something here, Kate, there's something worthwhile that we know will resonate with your audience. And like, I think of all these little tidbits as garlic, like everything that lately gives me, I work through every one of them. Um, because like, like garlic is so fine. It takes forever to get the or the peel off the, the um, skin off, and then you chop it up and, you know, getting even off the knife into the pan is hard. And so I want all that yumminess there. And so I'm kind of anal retentive and I'll take n- so much time with with AI and nuance every little thing. And let me tell you why I do this. So I don't use any other kind of marketing than lately to market lately. It's our only source of lead gen. We don't spend money on marketing. There's no cold calls and no cold emails. I do podcasts a lot as a guest or I'll guest write a blog because I don't have time to create my own content. But to come here i don't even have to prep for this it takes a second i'm going to ask you for the file simon you know i am i'm going to run it for my own ai every morsel that comes out i'm going to use it on social media and i'm going to drive people back to the full length version of where this lives the result is we have a 98 percent sales conversion okay let me say that again for people 98 percent so we talked about great and galactic previously that's galactic but it's because yeah. I took the time, right? The human, I put something in.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so important because the AI will do the heavy lifting and tell you what's going to resonate and what's going to work. And then that little extra bit uh, that you add in that little bit of sprinkle of magic as well. I mean, 98% is a mind blowing. It truly is a galactic a galactic result, isn't it? Thank you. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Whew, we talked about a lot. Uh, we, we, you, what did you say? We're nerding out a little bit here.
1: Kate. Um, <laughs> we're, well, we're like people. So you know.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, look, let's, let's change direction just a little bit. Uh, let's okay. find out a little bit more about, about Kate, because we've talked a lot about lately uh, AI there, but let's talk a little bit about Kate. So I want to ask you, because I like asking my guests about the way that they learn Kate. So what kind of learning style do you use? Do you watch videos? Do you listen to podcasts? Because I know you're a busy co-founder, you're a busy CEO, Uh, you're doing lots of other things too, I'm sure. But how do you like to onboard information? Do you read books? Are you an audio book type person? And what kind of things do you like to read or onboard?
1: Mm. So my best, no one ever asked that question, good on you. Um, My best skill is um, stealing from others. And twisting, steal and twist, right? Like a great cover song. A great cover should turn the song inside out, I believe. And I really always believe this phrase, which is it's always right in front of me. I mean, I'm 49 years old, so I have some life experience to draw upon. And when I am able to imagine that and know that's true, I know there's something here I can ape, right? I can steal and twist and make it work. What I think about a lot is I look at other successful things that maybe have nothing to do with marketing. And I think, how can I apply that metaphorically to what is here? Um, And it can be anything, like it might just, might be just some great campaign I saw, and I'm like, oh my God, that is so cool for McDonald's, I don't know what, Um, and and think about how I can apply it. So that's my favorite way of learning. Like that can be as simple, Simon, as um, the way you've talked about the company today, if there's when I listen back to this, if there's ways that you've described lately, and I'm sure there always are that are better than me, I will take it and start using it. I'll test it, you know. I'll I'll just drop it out there. So that's a linguistic thing for sure. I mean, are you surprised? This is my, you know, my world, um, and I I love that. I li- like I'll I'll steal from my co-founders, my investors, like the way that someone you know because the shoemaker has no shoes, so I feel like there's always a challenge for me to describe what I'm doing well very hard actually it's a very annoying it's the bane of my existence right um then you know if this is embarrassing I haven't been reading for a couple of years um I used to always read before I go to bed and I'm, I'm just tired so I'm not and I feel like all day long my brain is just getting you know water bordered all this information and I want nothing more than to check out into somebody else's weird life and watch a movie or something at night.
0: Yeah. I can understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. It is right. I mean, you're right at the cutting edge of what's going on in the world when it comes to technology and AI and, you know, sometimes, you know, turning on Netflix is a nice escape for a little while, you know, um, so Um I, I yeah. get that. I get that. And you yeah. also when you're talking about stealing and twisting um you're speaking very much like an artist there because when you talk to a lot of artists and I've had the pleasure of speaking to many artists and many creative people in that endeavor and they talk a lot about how they take from other other artists and they learn and they you know things have an impression on them and they're they're outside world and they they reinterpret that on a canvas or a sculpture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're doing something very similar in your world because you're taking all these sort of external stimuli and you're changing that into and making that into something that's really usable. Uh, and then you sort of, you, you mentioned you you test it then, you know, make sure it's working and analyze it. And it's very similar to the way, an art, you know, a great artist would think, you know, or how they would be inspired by certain things. And it could be that it could just be a McDonald's advert. It could be something you watch on TV. Uh, or it could be just something else completely. And I like the fact that your your field of vision is slightly wider than where your sort of work is because it's often in the in the edges where we find the interesting things that help us move forward. So thank you for sharing that, Kate. I really, really appreciate that.
1: Thank you. You make me sound much cooler and smarter than I, I think
0: I am. I, I but... don't think you need any help to come across <laughs> as smart. We're uh, running a real smart company. Uh, Thank Listen, you. The other thing I want to ask you, Kate, if I can, is throughout your journey. So whether it's back to your XM days, you know, your radio days, or whether it's all the other, the, the great uh, work that you've done and experiences that you had all right up to date, um, people must've inspired you along the way. You must admire certain character traits. And that could be somebody from your childhood or somebody you bumped into yesterday. But when I ask you that question, what springs into mind? Um, yeah, it's always a tough
1: one. You know, people often ask me things like, who do you look up to? And I always say me. <laughs> I look up to me, <laughs> right? And and it's so important because, um, you know, I, I think I've been doing a lot of meditation, Simon. So I do 10 minutes a day with um, Sam Harris from Waking Up. That's the app. 10 minutes, you know, that I started because I figured, okay, I got, I got to be able to find 10 minutes. Somehow I can do it. You know, I've now combined it with walking. Cause I go for a walk every day and I realize that you can meditate while you're walking. <laughs> I'm like, you know, uber productive. One of the things that Sam teaches is called, um, Metta or loving kindness, the practice of imagining someone you care about and over and over again, wishing them may you be happy may you be free of pain and suffering. And then at the end of it, he asks you to turn it on yourself and think to yourself, may you Kate be happy. May you be free of pain and suffering. And what I love about this is because I never do that. I am always thinking about other people, my husband, my team, my family, you know, I'm, I'm that person. That's just how I am. And I, I'm really hard on myself, of course. Like, you know, I'm the worst. I really run myself through the coals. And this act has been so powerful to me because when you you do this, and I challenge anyone who's listening to do, even just to do this for a minute. First, when you think about someone you love and you imagine them happy, you imagine them in their joy, a smile happens on your face. It just happens, right? You start to sort of osmosis that joy. And then you do it for yourself as well. Like you can actually feel the act of wishing yourself joy. Like it changes your perspective for the day, right? Your shoulders drop, you stand up taller, the, the world is bright.
0: Love that, Kate. Love that. And uh, it reminds me very much of, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard the saying, but if you're busy, if you're a busy person, you've got to squeeze in that five to 10 minutes of meditation a day. And if you're a really busy person, you better put in half an hour or an hour, you know, um, right, I, lo- more. I love that. Um, it's so true. It is so true. And uh, something you said a moment ago as well, look, I haven't read books in a few years. And sometimes we feel guilty about that. But life, life changes, you know, things come in and out of our lives. And I think having that meditation you know whether it's the, the the little walk that you're doing and you're doing it while you are walking, you know, or just stopping and being grateful for what you've got grateful for the people around you and to you know to wish them well um and because it does reflect back on yourself and i also love what you said kate about and, and thank you for sharing it, you know, how you're sort of almost at the end of the line, you're the last one, you know, you're thinking about other people too. And I, I fall into that trap a lot, you know, you can keep yeah. working and working and be busy and busy and constantly doing things. And it, it's at the detriment of, of yourself. And so sometimes taking that little bit of time for yourself is such an important message to get across. So thank you for including that here. And thanks for sharing how that, that works in your life, you know, uh, really thanks. do like that.
1: Thank you, Simon. You're awesome.
0: Um, so the other thing that I want to ask you, because I don't want to run out of time. I just want to ask you a couple of things while I've got you. The okay. best advice you've ever received from somebody, or maybe the best advice that you pass on to others.
1: Um, leave silence in, in the room. It's so powerful. On the air, when you stop talking, what do people do? They turn it up, right? They turn up the volume. They lean forward. It works with investors as well. I, my, my investor, um, Joanne Wilson has been telling me this for years. Stop talking, you know, stop. And I, I learned the power you can do it in a sale as well. Just stop talking. People will start selling the product for you. The customer will, it's really powerful. Look,
0: I love that. I was very quickly, I was talking to a gentleman called Tom Morley. He was the founder of a very popular band, Scritti Politti. Yeah uh, yeah oh my god. i'm sure cool. you know them he's actually <laughs> on one of these episodes he's a real creative soul but tom was saying you know at, at the gigs he, he would he watched somebody sort of sing the song and blast it out and then they'd step back from the mic and then the audience would sing and he said that's how you get human engagement
1: yeah, yeah. oh I my god that. i got i got chills because i've been in an audience when they do that
0: right it's wonderful isn't it he said that's how you, by not engaging he got, they get the most engagement and I thought that was just incredible, but anyway, real quick because I know we're running out of time here. Um, what do you what it look like for the next six to twelve months? What are you hoping to achieve, Kate?
1: Oh God, I, you know that joy. I keep imagining what what is the joy that would, you know, that I want to achieve. And it's there's a lot of options. AI is so hot right now. Um, you know, do we want to be acquired? Of course we do. You know. Do I want to raise another price round my first price round and raise $15 million? Of course I do, you know, everything I have to look at, obviously with my board, these are my, you know, my public answers. Um, What I want more than anything, Simon is to, you know, I always say this, I always say I want to rub it in, which is true. I do want to rub it in, you know, but I want to. I want to achieve one of the many milestones that are that I've been laid out to achieve, right that you're supposed to achieve and start a plan, and I want to be happy about it for more than one second, because that's what happens is you it happens and it's great, and then the fucking world is falling down the next second, and you're back at it, you know and what I want is just, could I just please have like an extended period of joy
0: <sighs> Fantastic. I love that. That's a great answer. Thank you. hundred percent. And my last question is, um, is there anything else that I haven't mentioned that you want to bring to our international audience, and also if people want to find out more about the organization, the great work you're doing at lately, where can people reach out and connect with you or the company? Where are you sending people to these days, Kate? Yeah, so um,
1: you can find me at lately AI on on Twitter um i'm very friendly <laughs> so and lately is us AI. that's us um you know here's what i want to say to everyone listening thank you first of all and thank you simon my aunt just died and where i come from aunts are really a big part of your life and um You know it sounds so silly everybody knows everybody's gonna die but just just take a moment and call someone that you haven't talked to for a while because you know my family is going through this process of you're throwing away the life right there's clothes or paper they're doing all that and that's that's what happens someone someday someone's gonna throw away my closet full of shit over there you know um so before that time just just No, call somebody up and tell them that you love
0: them. That's such a lovely note to end on. I'm sorry for your loss, Kate, but thank you so much for sharing that. And and, uh, it's such an important point. So I think that's a lovely note to end on. So thank you very much indeed uh, to Kate Bradley it's been a pleasure catching up with you today kate thanks to everybody for watching and listening to this episode of the global discussion make sure that you like follow subscribe to all the things i need you to do to help support the podcast and i hope you'll join me back here for more discussions with leading creatives leaders and thinkers thank you kate it's been a real pleasure catching up with you today thank you <laughs>